Welcome to the Born and Raised Audio Experience. Presented by Onyx. Hey guys, thank you guys so much. We're at the Portland Expo and uh, we are with the presenters of this whole thing, Onyx Maps, for another podcast. This podcast we wanted to go through and we wanted to talk about some stuff, some previous stuff that we've done with you guys. Uh, Hunting Colorado, um, we could go, we could dive into a lot of different things, some new stuff on the app. Are we allowed to talk about some of the stuff that we're about just with these people here? Okay. Okay. I went through it with Zach yesterday and there's some stuff I know that you guys are holding on to, but other stuff that we can, we can talk about some of the things that helped on that Colorado hunt I wanted Mm -hmm. to talk about. Very simple stuff, but it actually made a big difference in the hunt. So, anyway, thank you guys so much for coming. Um, yeah, Colorado, man. Yeah, Colorado is sweet. Um, Trent's buck is, it should be front and center right here because <laughs> I like looking at that deer. But Trent's buck from Colorado, uh, the trip he was mentioning, is just right behind us. If you haven't already, go pick it up and check it out because it's, it's an awesome buck. Um, Colorado is a blast, and it was the first time any of us, any of us, right? Yeah. Hunted Colorado for mule deer. Correct. Um, first time I hunted Colorado overall. Uh, yeah. You guys have had some experience with elk in there. But, um, yeah, essentially using using our resources with Elite. So all Onyx Elite members have free access to Hunting Fool, a digital membership through Hunting Fool, three free uh, draw odds through Top Rut. We actually own the draw odds now. So looking at draw odds, we had anywhere from two to four, I believe, or yeah. two or three points. Um, we called our friends at Hunt and Fool and we're just like, hey, here's the type of hunt we're looking for. We have two points, or I have two points. Some folks have three, so we went in with the lowest number. Luckily, we were, um, you know, close enough that it wasn't, uh, there wasn't a big enough gap there for us to really care too much that we left a few points on the table. Uh, we knew we wanted to draw, so it wasn't like we're going to shoot for the moon and if we draw this unit, great. If not, that's okay. We knew we wanted to hunt Colorado. That that was the neat thing about Colorado is Colorado has four different seasons for mule deer. So one, two, three, and four. And so it's not like, so like in Oregon, you get a mule deer tag and it's like, okay, I'm going to apply for Polina or whatever. And that's it. That's what you get. You get your week long. So Colorado, and, and, and as you know, like the rut is based a lot on weather. So you could get a weather pattern that comes in the second season and it'd be really, really good, and it's less points than it's like thir- than the third and fourth season. So we had the third season, and it was kind of a gamble a little bit. Yep. And uh, but it was really neat with the hunting fool guys. They kind of laid it out there like, let's go for the third season, let's try this, and it yep. it, it paid off. All of us yeah. feel really good. And deer. Zach's actually you're from Colorado originally, right? That's so, right. Um, yeah. It's the same for residents there too, isn't it? Correct. Pick your season. Pick your season. Yep. Gotcha. It's yeah. just you get a lot easier chance at drawing it. Probably it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. could probably that's probably an over the counter unit for you or something. But I um, think so. Yeah, yeah. So we it's it was essentially a one point unit, and we knew we knew we were going to draw. There are you know there's point creep, but we figured going into it with two points we would draw it, um, and it was just really easy to plan the year that way too. It's like yeah, we are going to draw Colorado. Here's when we're going to go. Um, so yeah, we all we drew that tag, and then it was planning uh, with those folks as well. So. Yeah, it was it was a blast, and and using those resources on is honestly hunting full. Like I'll tip my hat to them. Without them, we could have picked a unit, and we would have drawn, and 
you know, it would have been a, a great hunt as well, but they it was, a, it was a big help, big head start. Yes. Yep. Yeah. They helped us out a boatload and made it just for a, for an awesome, awesome time. Mm-hmm. Cause they knew kind of where we should start looking. We tried some new area anyway, ended up killing um, a couple bucks in some areas that we hadn't been before. Yep. It was really, really neat. Um, cold though. Cold. What's the coldest? Has anybody been in like 10 below zero? Anybody? Yeah, it was like 14 yep. below zero, wasn't it, that one day? Yeah, yep. that one night it got down super. It was usually about zero in the mornings. It just was. cold enough that uh, when the fire went out in the wood stove in the wall tent, uh, <laughs> if your face was exposed, it felt like it was literally frozen in the morning. It was definitely cold. Yeah, definitely cold. But still a good time. Um, what uh, Going back to kind of what I talked about at first as far as like the things that we use specifically mm-hmm. – during that hunt there was one time that um it was actually was it on my it was on so we spotted a big buck the day before we can't back we went back in the same spot the next day to try to find him and it got foggy on us so and it was interesting because we were about probably 400 yards from a private property line as well so fog moved in kind of picture it and in this draw was where we couldn't see at the time where a rangefinder wouldn't work because fog and rangefinders don't mix very nope. well because it can't get a good laser sight to a, a, a solid object. So what happened was what we did there, actually kind of go through yeah. it, if you will, Dylan. Yeah, so as you guys probably know, if you're on X users, um, you can draw a line. So you can draw it from your current location to anywhere on the map, and it will show you the distance. Uh, last year, actually, right before that hunt, we, we came out with a feature called uh, two-finger line distance, like a quick measure. So essentially, you no longer have to draw a line, then uh, save it, see the yardage, and then go in, tap it, delete it. It was just too many buttons. And uh, so we it's in your settings now. It should be turned on. Um, but essentially, you, you just place two fingers on the map, and you can move your fingers aside so you can see it better. And it will measure the distance from the two points that you drop. So just super quick way of, okay, that fence line is how far away, you know, just for reference. Just two fingers on the map okay it's 550 yards away etc so that uh that morning yeah with the fog fog rolled in we were like okay we we can see when the fog would come out a little bit we could see the fence line so we could see the property boundary and we just did that two finger measure from our location to the property boundary and i i can't remember the yardage it was like 550 i can't remember exact but it was useful yep and then so we knew those deer were roughly i think we figured 75 to 80 yards from the boundary so should, you know, had there have been an opportunity for a big buck to step out, even though we couldn't get a range, like I was very confident within probably 10, 15 yards of, uh, of knowing, okay, well, the boundary is that far, there are X number of yards inside. So just looking at the map and, and doing it that way, we were actually ready to, to shoot had we needed to. It was awesome. It actually yeah. would have worked. I mean, the buck did, okay, it wasn't awesome because the yeah. buck did never come <laughs> out, but he ended up killing a bigger buck. After yeah. that, on our way home, spotted it. It was pretty impressive. We're going to have a whole series. Uh, it'll be like a four or five video series on that whole Colorado hunt coming up here within the next month or so. It's going to be really, really awesome. So please stay tuned for that yeah. as well. Yeah, a couple other things too. We were we were focusing on burns um, pretty much throughout the whole thing. It was a really mountainous unit. It was really thick. Um, you know, if you weren't in a burn, 
or down pretty low, it yeah. kind of felt like you might as well walk around with a, a recurve bow because yeah. you were going to be jumping deer at 15 yards because that's all you could see. Yeah. Um, so we really keyed in on the maps and looked at the burns and like, okay, what, what year was that burn? Uh, we were focused on one area and we wanted to check out some new country and that's how we turned up your buck. And you was, said you were, you were in the realm of, you said, hey, I've seen this burn on here because you were researching yep. in camp. Later on, you're like, this is an area I want to check out. Yep. Ended up going there and shooting shooting the buck that I've, which is the biggest mule deer that I've ever ever shot. So it yeah, was awesome. I, I think that burn was the same year or the year prior to the one we were hunting, so we knew roughly what it was going to be like, you know. Yeah. Um, so it was it was a drive. It was a separate unit. We went up there and and yeah, definitely go check out Transpot because it was sweet. I remember watching that deer walk over the walk over the rise, and it was like, okay, that's that's what we came to Colorado for. Just yeah. big, heavy, just a, a gorgeous buck. So that was a blast. Um. New stuff, okay. That's what I'm always enthralled with a little bit. <laughs> so new things. Oh, Chase, thanks, bud. Yeah, this was the that deer one. that we shot. So anybody can grab onto it and check it out. But that's the one that we, that's the one that we were fortunate enough to get. So yeah. um, new things, Zach. What do we got new coming down the pipe that we can talk about? Yeah. So kind of related to what you guys are doing with the boundary on the fence. Um, right now, you know when you press to center your location and then you press that same button and you got a little flashlight mode is what I like to call it. it shows the direction you're looking at we're doing some tweaks to that we're going to call it compass mode and so your blue dot's going to go to the bottom and we're going to give you a grid and it's going to tell you just kind of general distances yeah. from your location you can zoom in and out and so you'll have the ability to kind of just have a quick overlay and have that grid of okay that ridge 200 yards that one's 400 yeah um and then with that, we're going to have a rangefinder button. And so you'll be able to get an exact distance um, to something on your map. So in so your cool. guys' case, that fence, you know, you could probably get a rough and you're like, all right, how far exactly is it? Or if you were to see a deer, oh, he's by that tree, find the tree on your map, range it on your map, 405 yards and go from there. So, yeah, we're pretty excited. Um, got a lot of good feedback from yeah, the people we've raise, shown. So. Raise a hand. Who has Onyx here? Goodness gracious. That's, that's not a terrible sight to see, is it? No, it's, no. It good. it's good. It makes About our life 95%. easier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, if you guys want to come by and preview it, uh, that, I can show you guys too. So. I was yeah. going to say real quick, that feature after you shot this buck would have came in really handy. Yes. So, so Trent made the shot. We knew the buck was down, like confirmed. Saw him in the spotting scope. Um, and when we went over there, as you guys probably have all experienced, you get over there and it's like everything looks different. We were just looking at this whole, you know, open ridge. It looks super open. We can see the buck laying there. Like he's not hidden. It's not even that thick. And we get over there and I started, I think I was looking for the deer like 80 to 100 yards away from where he was. We were. We were. Um, we were, and well. we were just like, we were looking around. There was deer tracks everywhere. And it was just like, where is this? Where did this buck go? So, I would have bet a lot of money. We were in the right spot too. Yep. So had we have had this feature after the shot, we would have yes. said, okay, here's the exact range plug it in, um, you know, get the, the proper bearing and say, okay, here's, you know, our best estimated guess. Now in the future, we're going to have some cooler things potentially with some companies yes. where it's like, we can get it more precise, but, um, yeah, had we've had that feature, we pretty much would have just walked up and been like, sweet, there's your buck. But I mean, it took us 20, it 20 did. minutes. It shouldn't have, minutes. but it did. Yeah. It did. So did. yeah, had we've had that, it would have been really helpful. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for that to come out couple other new things have you played around with the the terrain x stuff on the computer the what 
Terrain X on the computer. Not, so too, not too much. Yep. So it's on the computer only, really helpful for e-scouting. Um, essentially what it shows you is you can filter by elevation bands, by slope aspects. You can say, okay, I want to see only southeastern facing slopes, and I want to see between 45 and 5,200 feet. And as you put those filters in, it just kind of highlights those areas that you're looking at. So you can still see the whole map, but if it's not a part of the parameter that you selected, it just kind of gets uh, grayed out or you know looks black. So you can filter those areas, but one really cool new piece of uh, kind of technology within that is called ViewShed. So if you click on ViewShed, anywhere that your mouse is on the computer, it will actually show you what you can see from that location. That's so awesome. It's it's pretty mind blowing. The first time I saw it, I was like, "Holy cows!" I've yeah, you know, I've been been with Onyx for a long time, and that was one of the the cooler things that I've seen um, that we've done in a while. So, you know, if you're looking at glassing points or even shooting locations, that's what I was thinking: glassing yep. points and mm-hmm. shooting like that bull I shot over there. It it the biggest the hardest part was to figure out where you can shoot from. Mm-hmm. By maps, you see the elk, and you're like, I think if I get to here, I can shoot, but maybe you maybe yep. you can't. Yeah, you if know? you get there and it's just covered with trees, and that's yeah. the one thing that uh, the view shed doesn't account for right now is, like, vegetation. Is the till. Well, it does that, but not so much, like, if there's a lot of uh, tree cover on your side. Right. But if you're looking at, like, an open park or a, a knob or sure. a, a cat road or something like that, right. you can pretty much guarantee you can always find somewhere find to, somewhere to shoot from. Um, so yeah, it's really cool as you move around on the map again, it just shows you highlights the things you can see. That's awesome. Um, so that's a really, really powerful tool. Yeah. No, it's, it's amazing. I think it's as far as I talk to a lot of people and a lot of people, you know, when you're out in the woods, I'm just like, do you have Onyx? And a lot of them say, yeah, yeah, I got Onyx, you know, and, but it's amazing how much it can save you time. It can, you just find the little benches, the topography, right? Don't have to climb up this. If your goal is to get over here, let's side hill here. We can get through this bench or whatever. It's amazing when you start using it. And I didn't, I've had it for a while before. I mean, years ago when you guys first came out, but it wasn't until honestly hunting with you that it's just like you live it. Yeah. And at first you look at it as like, yeah, he's just on his phone again. Right. <laughs> he's not glassing. <laughs> but, but at the same time, it's like, okay, you're dropping every single waypoint. And that just, honestly increases knowledge on where you're hunting every single time that you look at your maps and it actually makes you pick apart the landscape so much better and um so i've actually started using it way 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 more than i ever did before because at home i know the draws i know the canyon i probably even cut the unit that was but you know what i mean i've been down in it numerous times but after you get out of your own little playground it's it's a super useful tool yeah, it's especially too when you like spot a buck or a bull or something to go after. A lot of times I'll see, and I've been guilty of this, you get excited or bear season, you finally find a bear after hours and you're just like, grab the pack, the rifle and just get after it. Well, you lose elevate, you lose even 10 feet of elevation. You can't see the bear anymore. You don't know where he is. You don't really know where you can shoot from. So if you just take a breath and pull out your phone and, and look at it, you know, find, figure out once this feature's out, okay, what's the yardage? I'm going to drop a pin where he is. That way, when you lose elevation and stuff, you can have a reference point. So often, you know, archery stocks, if you don't do some homework before you start, you get over there and it's like, I don't know if I'm 100 yards or 200 yards or 30 yards away from that bedded deer. Um, But if you do some homework ahead of time, mark that location, verify it, get it as close as possible. 
lot of times if I'm with somebody, I'll mark it and be like, hey, does this make sense to you? Is this is this right? Or have them mark it and compare notes to see if you're in, in the same ballpark. Yeah. Um, yeah, just little tricks like that. And it uh, it really can make a big difference. 100%. Yeah, one feature that we released last summer that's really helped me, at least this last year, is the slope angle. Yeah. And so what it'll do is it'll take your topo and it'll highlight based on the degree of the slope. And so if I'm, I want to get from here to there, I turn that layer on and it kind of highlights, all right, here's the lowest angle to that point. And so I can save a lot of time in the woods Good getting call. somewhere. And then it also helps when you're trying to find benches or something. Yeah. If I'm just looking at timber, I'm like, I don't know where to go. Yeah. I can use that and be like, oh, there's a couple benches and start to work my way up and Sure yeah. enough, I found more beds and more trails. Yeah, uh, game trails. Absolutely. Doing that, so. Who has a question so far? Anybody? You got? We got to at least have one. At least have two. It's Anybody? A, it's a pretty extensive piece Bullet of technology. Proof? There's got to be questions. What's that? Then <laughs> <laughs> swing over. I'll let you know. <laughs> No, it's uh, yeah, it's been it's been great working with you guys. And Likewise, it's it's been so much fun as far as learning and, and adapting. The cool thing about the application side of things is it updates. How often is there an update? So we we shoot for at least once a year for the data, but as soon as we get any updated information, it automatically gets pipelined within the app. So you'd probably know a little bit more on that side, but it's yeah. uh, pretty frequent. yeah. Uh, every twenty four hours, we're checking landowner data from counties and everything every and so, 24 hours every 24 hours so if we get it it'll be updated within 24 hours so it de- really depends on the county um yep. and by the state how they're passing us that information but yeah that's every 24 hours and then the as far as satellite imagery goes the service that we use they're flying planes yeah and so they can only cover about a third of the country every year and so it's typically three to four years we'll get an updated uh satellite view okay um, we do have a feature coming out, though, um, where on web, if you're an elite member, you can purchase uh, a satellite image of an area. Um, and so it'll be, I'm not sure the price point, but um, yeah, go on web, choose your area that you want. And within an average of five days, we'll send you an image. Um, it's not quite as high quality as what you're used to, but if you want a good kind of high level view of yeah so my mind's going to so what you're saying is i could i could request an image of a parking lot for a trailhead Mm -hmm. right in colorado your state and and a lot of people and see how many rigs are there before i even go okay i'm gonna hike in on that trailhead and you can see it in real time Correct. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And so I know a lot of people have been coming up talking about clear cuts and like when are, when's the image yeah. going to be updated. And so yeah. if you knew you wanted to go into a spot and you're wondering what the clear cuts look like, you could request an image and you could have a better sense of what you're getting yep. into. So. Which would be cool. Bear season, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Which Where's be, the snow at? Where's the snow yep. line? There you go. Yeah, no, that'd be, that'd be pretty rad. That'd be pretty rad. So yep. when's that? When, when, when are we talking maybe? Uh, thinking end of April. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, it'll be it'll be here around bear season. So, yep. okay. Yep. Cool. Keep cool. an eye out for it. If you're an elite member on web, we'll have a toolbar on the right, and there'll be a little satellite icon that will cool. walk you through the whole thing. So, all right, guys, I was just going to keep this short so that we can get back to all those people, and you guys need to get to people too. So, um, 
Guys, thank you guys so much for coming to this, and uh, thank you guys. Yeah, thank you guys. Thank you. It's awesome.